Welcome to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for creatives launching your side hustle or second career. If you are a new creative business owner and you're struggling to find out how you can promote yourself authentically, find your ideal customers, and create a sales process that keeps customers in the pipeline, then you need a personal brand. That means if you own a business, you have a much better chance of winning people's trust if you bond with them first as a human being, and you do that by creating a personal brand. And that's the mission of this podcast. We will learn how to use a personal brand to help you launch and propel your creative business. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello again, and welcome to episode 24 of the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast. I'm Linford Morton, but my friends call me Lynn, and I count you in that number. So Lynn here, and I'm so glad that you are with me again for another week and another in our ongoing lessons on personal branding. This is, as I said, episode 24, and today Today, we're going to talk about why you need a website for your creative business or any business, really. But here we're talking about creatives and why you need a website for your creative business. Now, let me clarify something. This is a personal branding podcast and I, I realize that I use personal branding and online and creative businesses almost interchangeably during the podcast. And uh, it is by accident and design. I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, you are creating a personal brand to fuel your business. And so the work you do in creating a personal brand also is being done to benefit your business. Now, you can have a personal brand and not have one for a business. Let's let's just say you're working on a project and uh, you are an artist and you, you're working on a project that you want to show somewhere and you're not necessarily looking to to, to create something that is a moneymaker but more exposure you can create a personal brand for that too. It will help you talk about it and and promote it well. But I'm assuming that the vast majority of us are interested in commerce on some level. So that's why I talk about them interchangeably. So now that I've gone down that little dirt road, let's get back onto the main road here. And today we are talking about why you need a website for your creative business and your personal brand. How about that? Now, this continues the season two approach where we talk about personal branding from start to finish. Uh, we, we, If you have been following along, we started this season with episode, I believe it was 20, where we talked about what is personal branding. And then we talked about um, what is possible with personal branding in terms of uh, a thousand, a thousand um, raving fans. And then we continued on with, we talked about messaging and, you know, what, how do we talk about our 
personal brands. And today, now that we've got our message clear and we've clarified that, we're going to talk about what probably one of the first and important places you start to express that message. It's going to be on the website. But today, I'm not talking about the messaging on the website yet. I'm talking about why you need one. Because every now and then you run across uh, a creative and when I had my photography community in Washington, D.C., I had a meetup group in a photography community of about three, three thirty five hundred photographers. And we would do a lot of outings and and learning and webinars and all kinds of things. And at one time, I I remember I did a survey of the photographers and 82% of them said they did not have any website or a blog. They just used their Facebook pages. And I was horrified when I saw that number come back in the survey. And and I, I know that as creatives, a lot of times we think, hey, it's enough for me to have a Facebook page. But today in this episode, I'm going to make the argument that you need to create and maintain and keep a website if you are building your personal brand, especially for your business. So what I'll do is I will share 10 reasons why you need a website, 10 reasons why you need a website, and then I will bust four myths for uh, why people think they don't need a website. So common reasons why people think they don't need one will bust up those myths. And then I'll point you in the direction, of course, of some other episodes that will give you more information on this topic. All right. So that is what we have in store today. Let's get going. We have a lot of stuff to cover. Oh, you should be working on your personal brand. But what does that really mean? I mean, that's why we listen to this podcast, isn't it? I know you might be wondering, what do I do first? And what do I do next? And there's so many things that fit under the personal branding umbrella as we are discovering through this season that it can be confusing or frustrating. I don't know what I should be doing. I don't know where I am in the process. You might be wondering to yourself, well, I have a personal branding checklist that helps you solve that problem by providing you a step-by-step process to build your thriving personal brand. There are 19 essential tasks, 19, and tasks and projects that you need to complete to build out your personal brand. And when all the elements of your personal brand are in place and they're working, you'll find that rather than chasing your prospects, you're attracting your ideal clients. You can work at your highest level with people who understand your value. That's why we're doing all this anyway, right? So think of how great it would feel to do the work you were born to do with people who appreciate your value and also look forward to working with you. 
Now, if you want to get there, the first step is to download that personal branding checklist. Go to personalbrandingchecklist.co, and with your name and email, it's all yours. By the time I got the call, the decision had already been made. Hey, Lynn, the caller began. I'm in nearby Virginia for a photo workshop, but I thought it'd be a good idea to come up and photograph Washington, D.C. while I'm this close. I was just on your website, and I got to tell you, it looks like you're the perfect person to show me around. I love the way you teach. I love your videos of the city and I love all the great reviews you have. Are you available this weekend? Now, that's an actual call that I received when I used to do my DC photography, photo tour and education business. And I hear business owners all the time tell me that they don't need a website. And I'm here to tell you that you do. You know who didn't get that call? The guy who did what I did in the same business, but didn't have a website. So you can't have an effective personal brand or business without a website. And I'm going to give you 10 reasons why. Reason number one, the website makes you look professional. You know, the more professional your website looks, the less people wonder about whether or not you are capable or whether or not you are trustworthy. They assume you're professional. 84% of today's consumers think a website makes you your business more credible than companies who only have social media profiles. Your website is also a place to show off any other professional certifications, awards, or any other um, anything else that you have that shows off your 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 credibility. And beyond that, having your own branded website, meaning your website now has your the 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 URL and address of your name or the name of your business as well as your email which is has a matching URL it adds a level of professionalism to all your correspondence once they reach out to you and and it, 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 you know there's something about having when i respond with uh an email back then you know Lynn from photo tour dc which i no longer own so don't try to use it more so than Lynn at Gmail, you know, that, that, that also is a very subtle indicator to a person that you are a professional and you are serious about your business. So the website makes you look professional. And, and, and the, the corollary to that is number two, 30% of consumers won't even consider a business without a website. Now, I know that I have said that before 
when I am interested in doing business with someone and they say, yes, I have a business and I go, well, what's your website? And they go, oh, you know, I don't have one. And I got to tell you, I think a little less because I think really, why not? Like, 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 are you, are you a serious business or are you, are you just, you know, a hobbyist? Why wouldn't you have something that is so simple and easy to, to get? But, and, it, and it clearly I'm not alone because 30% of consumers won't even consider. Now, I wouldn't say wouldn't consider, but boy, I, 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 I think a little harder about it. So your website is your number one marketing asset, and we live in a digital age. Americans spend on average 23.6 hours online per week, and you're on your mobile devices up to five hours per day. Some of us even more than that. So by now, consumers expect companies to have an online presence, which includes a website, and you'll consider a company that doesn't one that is less professional. Number three, the third reason, your website can help you attract new customers. In the anecdote I gave to to begin this this um this section, I talked about a new customer who found me because I had a website. He was coming in to the area and was looking for the service that I offered and Googled for it and I was one of the people who came up and allowed him to do some research on me and make a decision before he even picked up the phone. So your website can help you attract new customers. It can even help you vet new customers. You can decide whether or not this person is right for you, or maybe there were others who looked at my stuff and said, ah, I don't know about this guy. He's not right for me, and that's fine too. Because if you're not, if we're not a good fit, it's best for you to self-select out rather than wasting both of our time. So you might be happy. Um, you might be happy with the current size of your business, but every customer experiences turnover. So why not have your website working for you to attract new customers? And one of the best ways to do best, best ways to do that also is to use what's called search engine optimization, meaning your website is optimized for the people who would be looking for you. And you're using the keywords that they would use in Google when they are searching for your service or your product so that you show up as a, one of the potential um, websites or responses to their question. So your website, number three, can help you attract new customers. Number four, you can clearly showcase your products and your services with your website. You can not just, for instance, not just talk about the fact that you can take people around, but you can give examples of it. You can, you can show images of if whatever your product is, you can show high quality images of your product. You can show images of people using your product or your service or your services, you engaging with whatever it is that you have to offer in a, and being happy about it. You can show people, you can also um, showcase 
the result of them using your product, like what happened as a result of it, which you can often use in a testimonial, but you can also show with images or diagrams or some other way to clearly showcase your product and services. So, so people who are looking for something can, can see what you have to offer and allow you to show it and also differentiate it from your potential competitors. So number five is you can display your best reviews and testimonials. We hinted at this. This was one of my great selling points when I had the other business is that I would, one of the things I did fairly early in the business was I created a, a how did we do form, and a lot of people are doing that now. But I, I one of the things I, I brought with me from being a professional communicator and public relations guy is you know that when it, the people who go out and yelp you and complain about you are usually people who are upset but have no way to vent, nowhere to go within the company to let them know that they were disappointed. And so one of the things I always wanted to do was to make sure they always knew where to go with their raves or their disappointments. You always have, you can always come back to me first, and that gives me an opportunity to fix any problems, to be alerted to any issues I had, and also to know what people liked and what people wanted more of. And and so in creating this simple form, I just you know went to a form. I think Wufu was the forms maker I used and created a, a simple three or four question. You know, what did we do well? Where can we improve? Um, do you have a testimonial? And pulled testimonials from that and had lots of great testimonials because of that form to use to populate my website. And that was a great selling tool, let me tell you. So this on your website, because so sure you can have people go to Yelp and go to Google and go all over to give you testimonials, but when they're on your site and or where your products are being sold and considering your services, wouldn't it be great if they could see right there while they're making that consideration what other people thought about you and your services. So the website gives you a place to display your best reviews and testimonials. Number six, the website can encourage customers to contact you. So your website should have what's called a call to action, telling them what to do. Call me. You should you should always have your contact information displayed somewhere on every page of your website. Don't make people work to get in touch with you to give you their money. <laughs> okay? That's just one of those things you you should not make people and so many websites websites are like that. You think, "Oh, this is great. I'd like to call you and buy something." And oh my goodness, now I have to work to find out how to contact you. Don't make people do that. Put your 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 phone number and email address on every page, usually in the footer or somewhere on the page, so that they know how to contact you 
um, and 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 more than that, encourage them to contact you to begin the relationship or the sale or whatever you want them to do next. Be very explicit about that and show them how to do it. And again, remember the forms can the little the forms can be a, a great way to do that. You can put a prominent button there and click into a form where they can input information. Some people just want to call, so you might just keep a number there as well. So encourage your customers to contact you because you don't want them to work when they're ready to give you money. Your website number seven can be a good differentiator. And 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 after all, that's the really work and purpose of marketing and personal branding is to allow you to showcase what makes you unique in terms of your skill set, your values, and uh, and your and your your products and your services and the website is a great place for you to take some time and talk about what who you are and what makes you different and what would appeal to your ideal customers so number 8 is a website ensures your success over the long term that's right in 2020 Almost 4.54 billion people, which is 59% of the global population, use the internet. And more and more people are getting online. So without a website, your business is invisible to all these people. As we progress further into the digital era, it's just going to get more, more and more people will go online and uh, they will start thinking digital first when they're looking for products or services or trying to solve a problem. And a business that's not online with a website will be invisible to everyone. So to stay competitive in the digital world, you need to have a website. And number nine, you can have all of these benefits without spending a fortune. It used to be that you had to spend a lot of money to create a website and then have it hosted. And I'm here to tell you that you can get a good website from Squarespace, which is the the provider I use for $12 per month. As a matter of fact, if you went to WordPress.com, you could have a website for free without spending any money. There is no excuse for not having a website and not taking the time to create one. Number 10. And I probably should have had this up higher, but social media is a complement and but not a replacement. And this is where we started the conversation. People say, I'm on Instagram or I'm on Facebook and that's enough. And one of the things, one of the principles of, of digital marketing is you don't want to invest too much into borrowed property or borrowed land is what they call it. Meaning, Mark Zuckerberg, who owns both Facebook and Instagram, can decide overnight to stop showing your page to people. And he's done that. He can decide overnight to make you pay even more money than he does now to reach people who've already opted into to, to seeing you. And he's done that. So... Once you have your own website, you control it and you don't have to worry about the whims of a social media platform looking for more ways to monetize. 
And so you, you will use your social media's outposts and use it to drive people back to your website. This, that's really the role of social media is to, is to meet people who you don't know, engage with them, and send them back to your website. And we'll talk about what you do once they're there, but it, it allows you to, to, to consider, to, con, to continue the relationship and and educate them and move down the pathway of get to know, like, and trust um, on your website, on your terms with all the other things that we've talked about so far today. So those are the 10 reasons why you should have one. Now, the common objections or the myths that I need to bust, people say, oh, I don't need a website because, oh, my business is too small or I don't have the budget. And again, you can get on for free or for as little. You can have a highly professional-looking website for as little as ten to twelve dollars a month, and you know it doesn't have to be fancy. You could have one or two pages, but again, you want to invest in it because this is going to be one of your chief marketing tools, and it does so much for you. You don't want to to overlook it. Number two is, I already have enough business. I don't need a website. And even if you are, you know, overflowing with business and plush, doesn't mean it, it'll always be that way. You know the story of the grasshopper, grasshopper and the ant, right? Just because you're, you're, you're in times of plenty doesn't mean you can be frivolous. You still want to put, put together the tools and the systems to continue working for you. So, you know, God forbid there's a downturn, you have at least something in place to help continue to to work for you and bring you more customers. And the other thing you can do is showcase the work you're doing with all these customers you have so that you can, you know, show how how vibrant and busy you are and and there is the great results you're providing again. So if if it ever comes to that, you have something working for you. Number three, our customers aren't big computer users. Now, come on. The thing is, people think of people who say that think about computers in the traditional sense. They're not sitting behind a desktop computer. But just about everybody today has enough has a, a, a smartphone in their hand. And this smartphone, these are little computers and people use them. Have you ever been out and said, oh, I'm hungry, I want something to eat, and just got on and Googled for a restaurant near me? Well, there you go. That's your computer at work. So you might think that your customers aren't big computer users, but I would argue that almost everyone who you work with has a computer in their pocket or purse, and that your website would be still a good place to to sh share more information, share promotions, um, uh, encourage them to come back in between when they might normally be thinking about it, all the things we would do for marketing with these folks. Number four, I'm not into, I'm not an e-commerce business. And again, another huge misconception that you have to be in into e-commerce because any business can really survive and thrive with a website because you're doing more than 
actually facilitating the sale, you are beginning the relationship and the conversation. So, so your website will be very valuable for that reason. Okay. All right. So that those are the 10 reasons why you would need a website and four myths busted for people who think I don't need one and it's not for me. Now, what will you put on it when once you get it? We're going to talk about that. But in the meantime, you can go back to episode 12. I did uh, a two-parter there where I talked about what your website needs to tell me. And then I looked at three websites. I did a video where I looked at three websites that I really liked and shared what they did well. So episode 12 of our podcast, lynnmorton.com forward slash podcast, and looked look at what your website needs to tell me. And then I talked about Squarespace being the platform I use. And if you care to know why, look at episode 16, why I use Squarespace to create my websites. And that will also help give you more, more background on making your own website and why this tool might be a good option for you. All right, so there you have it why you need a website for your creative business. I hope I was able to at least make you start thinking about it if you haven't been already. All right. Now you have questions, hit me up, Lynn at LynnMorton.com and or anywhere personal branding with Lynn on both Facebook and Instagram is where you can reach me as well. All right. So go get working on that website. Thank you again for spending another episode with me. I hope that was helpful and maybe a little fun too. Why you need a website for your business. Tell me something. Are you considering a website? Do you have a website? Uh, Where are you in that process, both before and after this episode? Hey, you can always find me at Personal Branding with Lynn on Instagram and Facebook and let me know. You know, what's your website? What, what, what's your website? So I can go check it out and see how you are doing. All right. Thank you again. I, again, I, I really appreciate you spending your time and learning with me and, and uh, talking personal branding because this is so much fun for me. So enough of this. I will talk with you again next week and we will continue our journey learning personal branding. All right. Take care. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something helpful from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, I'd love to hear about it. Please let me know and share it with our listening friends. We'd love to encourage and support you along your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn, either on Facebook or on Instagram. Don't forget you can subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another creative business owner. That's it for now. 
Let's get together next Monday and do it all over again. Good luck this week. Cheers. <laughs>